You're listening to The Comedy Cellar, live from the table, on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Comedy Cellar Show here on Sirius XM Channel 99. We're here at The Comedy Cellar table. Uh, my name is Noam Dwarman. I'm the owner of The Comedy Cellar. I'm here with Sean Donnelly oh, and hello. Mr. Sam Morell. As well as uh, Mr. Dan Natterman, as usual. And we're going to be joined by a woman from the American Civil Liberties Union. So uh, what did you want to talk about first, Dan? Hi, sit down. Well, first of all, welcome back, Noam. Uh, the past two episodes, I had to uh, I had to sail this ship solo because Noam was out of town. Oh. Yeah, and uh, he was last week, he was vacationing in Fort Myers, Florida. The oh, week, the week, rough place. The entertainment capital of... Uh, I did a week in a club there once. Oh, it was, really? It was, it was rough. Yeah, there's nothing to a do A lot there. of white folded arms. Is that the, uh, <laughs> the, the comedy cat? Not the comedy cat. What's like it called? Uh, it was called Belushi's, named after the less funny Belushi. Oh. At the gym? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but let, let me introduce... Let me, well, no, I just want to get to... Um, just posters of the principal everywhere? Remember the principal? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the, the week prior, Noam was in Las Vegas. Yeah. Because I don't know if you guys heard the news. What? The Comedy Cellar is opening up in Las Vegas, Nevada. Is that true? Grand opening. Sin City. You have to learn how to say Nevada if you're going to open a club oh, there. That was Dan. ACLU lawyer Lee something or other. Is Lee that true? Rowland is something a se- or other senior is staff attorney with the ACLU Speech Privacy and Technology Project. Cool. She, was, she was recently interviewed on NPR where she explained why the ACLU supports free speech rights of Milo Yiannopoulos. Well, I, looked, I want to talk about Milo. So anyway, yes, we do want to... Uh, and we're pleased to have her back on the show. He wrote it out for me. Of course, we're pleased to. Have. She's one of my. You're one of my favorites. Oh, cool. Thanks. Um, she, oh, she, Harvard, by the way. She went to Harvard. Holy sh- cow! Yeah. What? Like it's hard? Yeah. And, and her husband. <laughs> your, your husband went to Harvard too, right? Yeah, he did. We're yeah. really obnoxious. This yeah. is a woman of substance. Don't, really don't invite us to trivia night if you want to win. <laughs> oh, oh, Dan, that's, that's she's throwing down the gauntlet. Um, uh, so yeah, w- it looks like we're going to open in Vegas. I'm not sure, Dan. It's 90 percent. Showcase style or headliner style. <laughs> Showcase style. I want to send four comics and an MC out every That's a week. Lot. Wow! I want. I want to do it like a seller show. I, I mean, it's, I think it's great. It's, it's ambitious. I like the ambition. But it needs it. I lived in Vegas for years, and there's no great comedy. There's no, good, there's no there. good there's a market. You guys got to do it. If anyone can pull it off, you could pull it off. I'm just. I've never seen it done like that on the road. The showcase style. Right. Well, this is what it was. If you want to know, I do. I I did a spreadsheet. It's very expensive. The reason is it's very expensive. So I. To, yeah, send the, to send everybody out, super expensive, right? To send everybody out and the hotels, everything is all expensive. So I I put it in a on a spreadsheet, and I when I was negotiating with the the casino, I said, "Listen, this is what it's going to cost me. This is what I can pay," and they turned me down flat. <laughs> and I walked away from the table. And a year later, they called me back and said, "Okay, wow." wow. Yeah. And a year, they, they 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 cracked. So the casino is going to pay all those expenses? No, no. The casino is, is, I have to pay rent, but they brought my rent and my percentage down to a, a number that I can, that I can manage to, to do what it is that I want to do. And I'm not, I'm not going to, I mean, I'm not going to make a lot of money there, but I think in order to break even, we'll have to have about a, an average of about a hundred people per show. Hmm. I, th- I think we can pull that off. I think you pulled off. hundred people Wait, per show. Wait, you don't think you can make a lot of money? Then you're just doing it for... I, you know, I don't. That's, I, that's what I ask myself. Well, you might I, be able to make a lot of money. I'll do no, it for the trip. No, I might be able to make good money, but um, I, I, I don't know. It's like I got like the, I just got to rev the engine of the comedy cellar to, 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 to as many RPMs as I can get right now. Just just to know that I did it. Otherwise, uh, like five years from now, when it comes back down, and be like, well, you know, shit. No, <laughs> no, I, it's really no, like, I like it. I, I, like I want to see. I know this sounds childish, 
But I kind of like the idea of like those big signs in Caesar's Palace with the you know comedy cellar, and I don't know. No, I think it's great. Awesome. And if I and if I flop, I flop. I'm, I'm not gambling with any uh, money that I like. You know, it's not gonna. Now the setup of the room, are they setting it up for you? No, we're building the whole room. It's gonna look exactly like the comedy cellar. Wow. This is part of the other thing. It's gonna be brick exact. Like it'll it'll look more probably like the underground than the comedy cellar because it's, it's bigger. bigger. Yeah. But exactly. Wow. And you know, a lot of the walls in the underground, some of them are, they're not fake brick, but they're shaved brick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, they're not all outside walls, but you can't tell the difference because it's real brick and real mortar. So we're building it really exactly right. And there's going to be a front bar, which I'm hoping to call the Fat Black Pussycat. I don't know, but it'll have like a table like that people can hang out. And I'm hoping that performers and stuff around Vegas will come out to their shows and hang out and try to create a scene. Will, yeah. there, be, will there be rooms for uh, Artie to make stains with the waitstaff? <laughs> yeah. This, <laughs> all right. Uh, now, Lee, Lee, <laughs> Lee, having lived in, I mean, yeah. the, you know, uh, the audience typically uh, that comes to the Comedy Cellar is a large percentage of them are tourists. Yeah. Which is exactly what Vegas is. Mostly oh, yeah. tourists. However, they may be tourists of a slightly different quality. So, so you having lived in Vegas, what is your sense of whether our brand of comedy would translate well over there. Well, I think so because the quality really I would capture by the word inebriated. So I feel like that probably makes for a good audience, you know? I, I, so I think it's going to work. She's all right, huh? She's all right. But I, and actually you're right. I had a client once who was a street preacher um, and he basically had a equation. He had like an algorithm for figuring out where he could reach the most souls for mm. Jesus. Wow. And he just stood outside on the strip because he's like, sure, they're all tourists, but unlike, say, Disney or Times Square, it's a different type. It's of a tour. different tourist every day, and they're all lost. You know, they're all sinners. So he's like, it's just yeah. the maximum amount of Jesusing he could do. And isn't there a lot of East Coasters that go to Las Vegas? Isn't there a lot of Jersey and New York people that go there for yeah, vacation? Of course. Right. Yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah. and, and, we'll, and as far as comics, we'll try to bring some people who are out in LA because it's easier for them. Right. Yeah. But I think the idea of like having five guys out there who are, you know, what's the word of the day, curated to, uh, you know, to, to, to have to be a good hang together, that'll make it a fun gig. Right? Yeah. No, there's no complaints on the comic side. We're all down. We all want to go, uh, provided we can negotiate an appropriate uh, fee, obviously. Well, <laughs> the, the fee is, uh, I, I, I the, the fee that we're looking at is $2,500 for the week. Okay. okay. For, the for the comics? Yeah. That's not... That's exactly what I had in mind. Oh, that's, I, I got that number from you. I thought I said three. I thought I said <laughs> no, three thousand. Wait, how many? How many shows is that? How many shows? Uh, probably, probably nine spots. Okay, okay. You need but, to but teach him negotiating tricks. Uh, six nights, I think. But, Can I book it right now on yeah, the show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but, 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 and I, I mean, if the club is more successful, then maybe that could be more. I don't know. That that seems to be what works. But that, that's good. But I thought that's about right. Fifteen minute spots and trip and they, yeah. That's, well, believe me, that's a good deal. Um, okay, Sean is in. But I'm I, in, yeah. I must say that, you know, there's a certain percentage of comedy seller comics that will not do it for that. Well, as long as they can keep a secret, they yeah, they'll make more. But okay. it's also Vegas. <laughs> okay. It's Vegas, Danny. I understand that. Not everybody loves Vegas. So you can go double your money at the end of the yeah, show, Yeah, exactly. Right? You can oh, make six that's nights five. in a casino. Unlimited amount of money. It's a long time. Six oh, nights in a casino, you, you feel like, I mean, it's not Reno, but it's still, you know. yeah. It's still Reno rough. is rough. Reno's rough. Reno, you can't walk outside the casino because there's all meth heads. I know. It's like Dawn of the Dead. You, you would have terrible. to send people. It's not like like Aruba Ray has his gig and people go because they like the the sunshine and the water. It's I, not. Yeah. It doesn't have quite that appeal. I, I want to talk about I Milo. Think you. I think we will. will we do will. That. Just one but, more point. But I do want to say. You, I'm, I just want to say that it's, it's very tough for anybody to negotiate the price down after they've done Aruba. All right. So, I okay. haven't. Oh, you haven't done Aruba. Okay. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> but I know. But the point. It. The point is not everybody. Views Vegas as necessarily a, a great place to be, but 
I think this is going to depend also, as you mentioned, on pairing comics up with people that they whose company they, they enjoy. Yeah. So, that's, so that we can, call. you know, we can go with our friends and and right uh, here, three guys, yeah. pals. It, it is competitive with what people are getting paid to go out there. I mean, I, I did a little of the homework, and and I guess I have to beep out the amount. Uh, because I probably shouldn't say it on the air, but I don't know. That's I mean, I, I asked a lot of people about that amount as, as kind of a rule of thumb, and everybody seemed to think that was... That seems reasonable to me. Plus the, the trip plus that seems, to me, seems reasonable. I like Las Vegas, though, a lot, so that's why it might seem like that to me. The cost of living so low. I mean, I haven't lived there for years, but when I lived there, I mean, everything everything was on the cheap, you know. I mean, it's I guess it's always measured against what you would make if you didn't go. Do you I mean, go to Vegas at all, Sam? I've been there once for my... Uh, Brother-in-law's bachelor party. No, you never. Did you like you it? I've never performed there. I performed in Reno twice. Two weeks, I'll never get back. But, uh, <laughs> and was this recently? Uh, years ago. Okay, so so you, we don't have any like you know we can't. Uh, not, I don't really like doing casinos. I've done that. I did that AC room that Sean and I both never got paid for. Yeah, <laughs> that Atlantic City room. The Bob, what's his name? The Bob Kephart. I still Bob text Kephart. him all the time just to mess with him. Do you really? Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Why that phone's he, dead. Yeah. No, he he responded the other day for the first time. I've been I've been texting this guy for years. I'm like Bob, you owe me a lot of money, and he just doesn't respond. I just keep doing stuff like that, and he wrote back. Uh, he wrote back new phone. It's not it's not Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Like you, you piece of shit. It took him a while. I know it took him a year. <laughs> he learned that trick and a year like, later. It was a rough That's gig. Brilliant. It was like, we, it was a new gig. We, we walked into. Uh, I walked into the hotel. He should have wrote back. Who this? Who this? <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Rough gig though. So, so listen. Uh, Lee, Lee works for the uh, ACLU. American yeah, Civil. That's awesome. And, and I, I just want to say, I agree with the ACU probably fifty percent of the time. That, that's a lot. <laughs> but. Can't, I'm a big supporter of the ACLU, and the reason is I was thinking about it. I'm a supporter of the ACLU for the same reason that it, I, I consider it important that every accused criminal get the best defense. I mean, if the government is going to do something to you that involves your rights or your liberty, whatever it is, you want somebody there scrutinizing it and making them earn it. Amen. And and so that's why. So we're doing a fundraiser next week, you know, for the ACLU in, in the Village Underground. That is awesome. Yeah, and and I'm donating the, the proceeds as well, even though I don't uh, agree with a lot of <laughs> the ACLU. But I, I I I truly think without them, there's nobody. Yeah. Well, I feel like how right. can you agree with them half the time? Because just the idea of the ACLU—that's either I feel like you're either all in or you're not. You're no. Like what you just said about there should be somebody to defend people no matter what. No, for instance, I don't. I, we can get into it, but I don't. I. Is there an issue to issue? I'm sure that on, on this travel ban, right? I will disagree with the ACLU position. Okay. I'm sure of it. I mm -hmm. I believe at least if you want to just take the subset of the the people who have never had any legal interaction with the United States of America where nothing, you know, with people who really basically are just have no rights as, as, far, as far as I see it. Um, I can't imagine the President of the United States having to, what are you going to, uh, 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 what do you call it, subpoena CIA agents and depose them and ask them what, you know, what information they had. And the President of the United States says, I have information and we can't let these people in. I don't. I don't see how anybody can question it. But the ACLU disagrees. I get it. Yeah, well, it's we, always we questioned. Questions. We questioned it. We're right, and federal judges agree with us. You're right. entitled to well, that opinion, but well, it's and not. They swept, no, but they it's not only unconstitutional. Correct, right? It's completely ineffective. No, but that you. It's it, counterproductive to terrorism goal. Counterproductive is a whole nother. Don't stats, and this is I'm not. This well, is that, not my argument. Well, that you guys matters, are right. No, I mean that's matter. what you just said. You want the government to have a good goddamn reason if they're going to restrict your liberties. They restricted your liberties, and they basically did it with crayon on a piece of paper. The thing doesn't do anything Hold meaningful. Hold on. Two things. I I I said 
I'm distinguishing, and the, the order didn't do this, but I'm just about, mm -hmm. and, but the new one probably will. We'll see. The people who have, once you... Well, it's so critical, by the way. He said he had to push it back because of a busy news cycle. So obviously right. we know what the priority is. Well, they're trying to get it right. <laughs> yeah. Once, yeah. once, well, he doesn't want to get humiliated again. I exactly. Mean, yeah. Get it right. By get it right, you mean but not be thing. humiliated If again. he would have done yeah. it right the first time, checked his, uh, dotted his I's and crossed his T's, the ACLU wouldn't have gotten involved because they wouldn't have had no legal standing. Well... She 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 thinks I believe that no matter how they do it, they're gonna they're at least gonna put up a fight. Well, it's an uphill battle now that he's made clear, right? What what the underlying purpose and effect is, which is basically a Muslim ban. See, so I, yeah, never, go, I never I never took back him to, that. to the you know you go back to the drawing board, but the problem is now we've got a record, and the record is bigotry that keeps nobody safe. So, so let me yeah, ask, I mean, so we should have scrutiny. And, on and that. let me tell you, this is we're into it. This is this is what I came up with right away and this is what I think let's say let's let's uh, stipulate that the president is a bigot and hates Muslims mm -hmm. now the president I accept that let, 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 let's <laughs> it. But, which I actually go back I don't think when he said Muslim man he ever meant anything other than as a, a kind of a shorthand vulgar way of saying fight radical Islam I don't think he ever meant to ban Indonesia. why does he always get the benefit of the doubt though because yeah, right. no, yeah. that's I feel like that's what Kellyanne Conway just says about him all day it's like no you have to see what's in his heart and no I'm like, not I th that's the way I took it when he said it but anyway uh, um, but why are we assuming everybody just should just have to take it like that Anyway, moving on. Uh, I, I, no, I, I mean, I'll answer, but, I'll, but uh, now I forgot what I was, was saying. Oh, this is rough. You guys should have put me on with Rich again. You guys can't agree with me. Wow. <laughs> so, oh, let's stipulate he's a, the, the president doesn't like Muslims. Uh -huh. Now he's the president. And his CIA chief says, you know what? We have word there's a lot of infiltration from uh, the, these following countries, and we think it's dangerous to, to let them in. But it's, it's classified information. Are we saying that a, a, a bigoted president no longer has the obligation or the right to keep us safe? Are we saying that a judge has a right to call on the CIA chief, find out what his classified information is, and then the judge, who is also not vetted, not elected, may not have any expertise, he's going to decide whether th th this policy is correct based on the, on the classified information? Absolutely. Well, What's uh, the alternative? Uh, a blank check? The alternative? Then, for discrimination? The, pres the president has always well, had a blank check. Let me ask you this. No, absolutely not true. Let me tell, let me tell the alternative. Not true. Right now, forget about immigration. And by the way, you know judges can look at things in secret. It's called in camera. Yeah, but even if even and if there is literally a foreign intelligence court that does this all the time. Well, if it goes to if it goes to the FISA court or something, then they might have certain rights to look at it. But they still have not been uh, vetted by the American people that their judgment is the judgment that the people would like. They're going to be presented some facts, and then reasonable minds may differ. Of as and there's only one person on the planet Earth that the American people have decided. You know what? It's his judgment we want to decide what course of action when he's presented with facts. Incorrect. And it can't, and it can't Incorrect. be some judge. Incorrect. We have three branches of government. The people are saying that's the, okay, some percentage of the people that did not top There's 50, only one commander, FYI. There's only one commander-in-chief. That's right, but the commander-in-chief is still subject to the Constitution. And as Madison said, the whole reason we put in constitutional rights is to avoid the tyranny of the majority. Right. I, so that's exactly how it's no, supposed it's not to not work. tyranny of majority You're here. saying his authority comes from being democratically elected, even though it wasn't the majority. But even assuming so it was the, the majority. So where does the judge's authority come from? The Constitution. And we, the people, wrote the Constitution, the it's judge by is, and for the, us. So the judge becomes the commander-in-chief? No, yes. but that's a, a check and a balance. But, but the, and if the commander-in-chief cannot justify, exactly how you started the show, if the government cannot justify this kind of discrimination with something other than bigotry, but, hell okay. will yes, you, will the you judge grant represents me this? You're the putting, people. You're putting a judge as commander-in-chief in that situation. Uh, but that's actually how the American system works. Well, in, in other words... It is the, when, it when, is Barack, the when Barack Obama job. was droning people, uh, a judge could have decided. Wait, 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 I want Absolutely, you to run. Absolutely, yes. And the run. ACLU I'm, filed suits against and targeted they didn't killing. Win. 
and I and I want you to run and every every drone strike. I want you to run it by the judge before you do it. Let him decide whether or not it it's warranted. Now the judge is the commander in chief, yeah, and, I, I and now the judge is is making the decisions to fight the war. We'd for us. We have a lot fewer terrorists that hated us you're if talk, we had done that. Well, that's now. You, but now you're not doing a legal argument. I'm saying well, I think that's facts a, matter too. I think it's an untenable position. I think the Supreme Court. Well, because fr if it's going to be, if this, they can do it every single decision that he makes in wartime, they can start deciding whether or not uh, it was warranted. And then the judge becomes elevated over the president. And I think that won't work. But all right. You know, not, but this is not a wartime decision. This is not wartime. We're not it's at war. Uh, order. By wartime, and I know it's, I, I'm sloppy in my language, I mean decisions made to prevent loss of American lives. That's fair, uh, but let, you let could put add, so much in okay, that but don't category. Also, don't most studies show that, they, that these terrorists are, are legal citizens that haven't come over here, that are from here, and that were manipulated Dude, on I, the internet? I, the, the policy of the Muslim ban, I don't think, I mean, the, the travel ban, I don't think it's I don't think it's a good, I don't think I would want it if I was the president. I don't know. I don't know what he knows, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here to defend the wisdom well, of the travel ban. I'm here to say, I don't, I don't think, think, no, I'm I don't saying think, that the president has the right, in my opinion, to, to get intelligence through that secret and make decisions. He, that's what he's always done. The way it seemed mm -hmm. to me is that this particular travel ban caused pandemonium in travel. Like we saw it on the news, and I know the news is biased, whatever you want to call it, but if <laughs> something came out that was... I, I don't think people These are, are against alternative the facts you're saying. <laughs> I don't think people are against the travel ban. I think they just want everything to be, everything to be uh, done properly and to the point where you don't have no, literally citizens or people with green cards getting stopped and separated from their families in the airport. Now, I think that was the issue. Lee, can uh, I, uh, yeah. um, from a constitutional standpoint, yeah. in your opinion, because the Constitution is, all of it really is a matter of opinion, can kind be interpreted of. kind of any which way but loose. Got some asterisks and strikeouts. Um, in your opinion, is any sort of, dis um, say, uh, um, discrimination against Muslims in immigration unconstitutional? These Absolutely. are people that don't live here. They're not citizens. They're not even residents totally. I'm talking about. I'm not talking about green card people. Totally. And I'm not talking about residents. I'm saying if we said we're going to favor Christians, for example, over Muslims in immigration, yep. how is that unconstitutional? Whether or not that's wise or, or nice, how is it unconstitutional? Well, here, part of that is legal and part of that is philosophical. But my answer is this. Our Constitution, if you read it, Congress shall make no law, Right. It's about checks on the government. It's not about assigning rights to these people. Girl Scouts get X right, right? People we like get this right. Citizens get this right. It's about holding the American government in check so it doesn't run rampant and engage in constitutional violations. When but you're what on is US the constitutional soil, violation of somebody that's not on U.S. soil, that doesn't live here and is not a resident, of saying we're going to favor, say, Christians or say whatever? Are they non-citizens, you're saying? What is yeah, the clause in the Constitution? Can I, can I say one it, thing? It, it can I say be. one thing? Yeah. I think Girl Scouts should get special treatment. <laughs> <laughs> Those cookies? God damn. Very good. Can I ask you We haven't gotten to the bottom of my question. I want to amplify Dan's question. Yeah, sure. Because I, I think you, you, you jump from two different positions, and I want to try to limit you to one, with your permission, which is sure. you, 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 you simultaneously say what you think the law ought to be. Right. And then you know and, that's my job. I'm an advocate. Right. And but I think that we also and that's we want to know that. Sure. We also want to know 
what is the law as has been decided right. up until you, you now? You want me to be a neutral legal expert without the passion that I've. I want you to inform us about it. Listen, yeah. this is what that's the court said. For the record, I think the court. I think the court. I will do it. Yes, I think the court was wrong here, but the court. I have to admit, Nam, the court has said kind of what you say. However, I think that's wrong, and maybe, and if they overturn it, this is this would be the argument. As a practical legal matter, that's generally been an uphill battle. And usually when courts are faced with a question about non-citizen rights, the approach by most civil not, liberties not even, lawyers yeah, in, in America has been to focus on the impacts on Americans' rights. So there are things called ideological exclusion, like we won't let a scholar from Iran come in. Those have been banned or, or struck down by courts because they impact the ability of Americans to hear that speech, and we have a First Amendment right. Similarly, they're doing this thing now like forensic searches of devices at the border, right? Let's say you haven't left the port of entry. You're not on U.S. soil. You've still got a phone. They do a forensic search. How many contacts with Americans is that going to reveal? Our world is really global. And I think being so cramped about constitutional rights doesn't actually benefit but the, the, us. But my question was, as though, just as an academic, a, what, what constitutional and matter. And I what, answered what, where it. Where in the what do you feel it's a, a violation of what exactly in the Constitution? Equal protection. I answered that. I'm sorry. Equal protection of yes. people that don't live here? Yes. Because it, I'm concerned about our government. That's what being a civil libertarian means. It means I demand that our government obey certain values and conststitutional norms. And I don't care whether that person is a citizen. If you right now, if somebody went even out a on resident, the street waving a sign and they arrested him and, and he wasn't a citizen, no, you no, think, oh, not, nothing I'm to not see talking here. about someone's okay. not a citizen. I'm talking about someone right. that doesn't even live here. Right. He's not even so on our soil. So you already agree that the Constitution applies to non-citizen. We're now just talking about the tiny question of when they're physically in a port of entry. Is it okay for the U.S. government to How about they're physically not even in a port of entry? They're, they're off in Iran applying however they apply to become a citizen. Online. Well, that violates human rights norms, you know, droning little children across the I'm not talking the world. about droning. I'm talking about what if we say they apply for a visa. We are from a certain place. Right. W w and, is, and, and, and because you're Muslim, we're going to give you a lower priority. Yeah. Okay. Now, why is that unconstitutional? Again, I would say yeah, that the focus on. of the Equal Protection yeah. well, Clause is on the government's actions. It doesn't say... P.S. This only applies to citizens. My job at the ACLU, not mine, my colleagues who are brilliant and work on immigrants' rights, is to but, c encourage the courts to adopt but, that. But we, we don't treat everybody equally because we do have priorities for certain places, do we not? Sure, but a priority from a certain place is not the same as violating okay. equal can, protection can, can based on it? race or religion. I'll, I'll just wrap it up. What if, it's, what if we discriminated against people we identify as radical Islamists? Radical Muslims. Well, I think if there was a legitimate national security concern, that would be a different thing, and that's really all we've asked. Now, now Show us something other than racism. Now, can you racism doesn't keep us can safe. You, can you imagine a situation where now it's a it's President Obama or somebody like him is president in in four years from now, and now can some conservative Republican appointee wants to wants to everything to be run by him, mm -hmm. and then the partisan and partisanship becomes a and now an element in what the president, the commander in chief, can and can't do in terms of keeping us safe. I think it's untenable. I think that in, once you once you have a world where the President of the United States, as he always has been able to do, can decide what, you know what, bomb, bomb that tent over there, and he essentially can take life. It's an awesome power the President of the United States has, but I'd rather the President have it, who is accountable politically, than some judge who we know nothing about, has no expertise, is not accountable, can't be voted out of office. He should not be the one ever deciding but, what the President of the United States can do to keep the United States safe. That's how I feel about it. But those checks and balances it, unless, have always been there. Wait, unless, no, that has never been there. Unless it's in the most extreme 
case where there's where, where essentially you he can't even present like the kind of like the summary judgment case. He can't even present a plausible rationale for what he's doing. It's just clear that no no person can be doing this for any other reason than racism. That's what accountability that looks like. Yeah. yeah and yeah. by the way, it only works democratically to have accountability if people know what is going on and what the thing does. And that and that's part that, of what can we I ask do. You, can what, I ask what's you a, the expression? Bad law, bad cases make bad, bad facts make bad. Can I law. ask you a question? That's what Trump is. Yeah. Trump, Trump is literally the bad facts that are going to make bad law that are going to saddle us with a, a kind of oversight. Okay, on the but in all fairness, yeah. when I'm thinking about that, I'm also thinking about the next liberal president who's only going to let in Muslims. Milo. Right? Let's talk people. about Milo. Someone we can well, can I have one quick, one quick, <laughs> yes, yes, one yes. quick question? Yeah. Um, now, putting aside the Constitution, just as a moral matter, what do you think of Japan? Are they evil, awful racists? <laughs> because... They don't let, if you ain't Japanese, you ain't getting in. Yeah, but that's not America. <laughs> if you ain't Muslim, you ain't getting in. I and mean, if you are Muslim. Obviously, same with Israel. Uh, citizenship is distributed based on Don't turn this this way. Don't turn this this way. My question to you Please. is. Sorry, was that news to My question. No, no, no. no. My I question. Just know this, this goes about Israel. It ain't stopping anytime soon. <laughs> my answer is my I'm question. glad I live in are, the United are States. Are you outraged at these horrible racists? And would you go to Japan or boycott them and not go? I go anywhere, man. I think uh, knowledge is good. I and no one I, I would think... go too because we're both Jewish boys and yeah, we love. Well, <laughs> we're talking about talking about Japan now. Hey, These look, I am a First Amendment horrific advocate. Horrific racists. I'm I'm a free speech advocate, okay, and okay. I think our way of life is best. I really am a patriot. I love the Constitution. I literally do it Follow for a Follow-up question: How would you feel if in a hundred years? But it'd be dumb that to have. That was your the, final question. Yeah, yeah, final it would be dumb still... to have the hubris <laughs> to say I'm not going to investigate yeah, other ways of life. You have plenty of time. In a hundred years, you're still alive by some miracle of science. In a hundred years, it's Christmas time. It's, it's just, just your head. It's December. It's, de it's December twentieth. It's Heathen Fest or it's whatever we call it. Then it's Christmas time. And due to a demographic shift in America, when you turn on the radio, instead of hearing Christmas songs, you hear. That was super PC. Did you think that's a, a better or worse or neutral? Neutral, because I'm an atheist. I don't give a shit what other people yeah, believe. Yeah, but you, what, you don't like, do you hear what I hear? <laughs> I just heard what you said. That's one of the worst possible Christmas songs oh, you could have picked one. in that moment. <laughs> that's, that's actually the best Christmas song. I'm a Jew. I like the except, Christmas song. Except for Stevie Nicks' version of Silent Night, which if you haven't heard, don't do it now, but at Christmas time. I will ask you this. Would you like to do away with the national Christmas tree? No. As long as there are other options for people of other faiths. There are no other. No, first of all, that's, that's no, bold. That's now I'm shocked bold. at you. That's not bold. They totally have a menorah and other stuff. But it's kind of like wants, the same thing as that, that nobody, Ten Commandments thing on the front uh, State House steps or whatever that was. Yeah, we, got and we, we did challenge that. Yeah, and, yeah. and and we, we lost at the Supreme Court. Listen, we should have won. That, that everybody knows position. the lit menorah is just it's just bullshit pretext placating <laughs> of the Jews. Everybody knows it's all about the Christmas tree. Who, I know. Really? I you really I believe that? I should be outraged, but those twinkling lights are so pretty. Well, you know what? I agree with you. And as a Jew, and I, I, let them have their fucking Christmas tree. Like, I don't, I don't, at, at some point, you have to draw lines. Enough celebrating, the too. Like, how much do we need? Is, Christmas is a Roman tradition. Yeah. Okay, it's completely heathen. Somebody stapled Christ to it, fine. But a Christmas tree is a pagan object. It no, is a no, pagan. No, not, not in my home. It's not a Christmas tree in, in even, our home. Even, is, even is when Christian. people say I'm Happy saying, Holidays to, to, to you instead of Merry Christmas, it, yeah. it does feel like after a show when someone comes up to you and they were like, "We liked you too." You know, it yeah, feels yeah, yeah. like a little. Like, <laughs> it feels a little insincere. And Lee, you know? I'm shocked. I was sure you'd be against the national Christmas tree. That's like an easy case. You're against. Uh, you're okay with the national Christmas tree, but you're against the president of the United States. 
having a commander in chief power. That's that's amazing to me. Anyway, what about Milo? I'm pro liberty. As long as other people get to express religion and it's not yeah, a state you, endorsement you guys, of Jesus, I'm cool with but that. But you understand better than anybody how how government will use a pretext and pretend. Jews, in case you don't know this, they don't light menorahs and put them in the town square with light. That's not that, that's just taking a Christmas tree. Attaching what a Christmas tree is and turning it into a Jewish object, saying, "Oh, there you got your menorah. Now let's go." And then the president goes and lights the national Christmas tree. I know. And Christmas is a national holiday, and the post office is closed. And I think it's fine, but I'm surprised that it, that you I think totally it's fine. I totally get it. And a cross, I feel different about. But the Christmas tree, as I said, that's a pagan to, to tradition. To my grandmother, it's hard it was all the same. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> and I'm saying that only half kidding because I'm saying to a, to a Jewish person, the feeling of a Christmas tree is the same as the cross, and that's what matters. Not to me. Yeah. And no. What matters. What matters to me, to me is that, really. that there is diversity and that, and look, even if you think it's bullshit, that menorah shows something, no, which they, is the government words, isn't only no, in lockstep with about establishment of religion. You yeah. want people who live in the country to not feel they're living in a country where another religion has been established. That's exactly they don't know right. the fucking 3,000 year old history of pagan. They see a Christmas tree. They, they say, that's the Christians. I'm just mad Kwanzaa doesn't have an object. <laughs> that yeah. They have a smaller, a smaller menorah, don't they? Is that, what is, what is, is that Kwanzaa what it is? Didn't, I don't didn't know. Sandra Lee have like a corn nut cake that made people vomit <laughs> online or something? Milo, you guys are wearing Milo. Sure. I am, Milo. yes. I followed oh, I'm, already, I'm already no, tired of this guy. What's your opinion of Milo, Sam? You, I mean, you mean Bill Hader from Saturday Night Live? <laughs> <laughs> he's not, he, look, he's, I, I, he's not my type of guy. I mean, it's, again, I'm like, I'm, I'm a free speech guy, but I, I don't feel bad that he lost his book deal, really. You know, I don't really care. I mean, it's like, that's not a free speech thing to me. It's that he was being, Simon and Schuster should never have paid him that much money, I don't think. I think he's... I'm hard with this because to me, I don't find him witty or funny. I, I think he every few ideas he says, there's one that I'm like, all right, that's kind of interesting. I don't, I think fine, give him give him outlets. I don't give a shit about that. I think you know, shut him down if you disagree with him. I'm not opposed to that, but I'm I'm not impressed by him in any way. And I and I, I'm also if I hear the word provocateur one more time, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna lose my I mind. Know. I think he comes off like the Perez Hilton of politics. A little bit. Yeah. yeah even what about the dumber and more annoying, I would yeah. say, in all fairness. What to about Perez the Hilton? child? That was uh, I was being pretty nice. That's, yeah, that was yeah, my yeah. nicest version. I really do not care for him. What but, did you uh, think about the child sex thing? I, I could you give me a recap on I that? I really pay more accurately. Okay, so to be clear, when I defended Milo, which of course has put me in a maelstrom of liberal social media hatred after Fuck I did that. They, 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 um, they're not doing your job. They're not liberals. But to be if totally clear, and this is really important, Milo has never been at the receiving end of government censorship. Okay, I just that is absolutely important to say. The only reason I stood up for Milo, kind of in the abstract, is because he was invited to give a speech at Berkeley, right. and a bunch of students in Berkeley worked to make it happen in the face of like a lot of resistance from students and faculty. They didn't want him. That's there. a state school, Berkeley. That's right? a state. I've school. lost college gigs for less than this. By the way, exactly. <laughs> uh, call me. By the way, next time it happens from a state school. But seriously, like he was invited by the Republican, uh, the college Republicans. Yeah. The, it's not like you Berkeley wanted him there, right. um, but a student group invited him, and right. I think revoking that invitation is a First Amendment problem. Berkeley did the right thing. From a First Amendment point of view, so far, so good. And then a bunch of students came out and protested him. Again, you're exactly right. So far, so good. Dude right. doesn't have a right to that forum, mm -hmm. right? And they have every right to say our schools shouldn't be used as a platform for hateful assholes, which Milo most certainly is. Yeah, agreed. So everything, so far, so good. Everybody's exactly how the First Amendment wants them to be. But then... Um, during the actual kind of lead up to the event as they're prepping and he's on stage, uh, you know, on campus getting ready to go on stage, uh, some uh, 
I, I don't even know what to call them. I don't know that they were students. They're, it's not clear exactly who they were, but some individuals decided to kind of engage in some property damage and like mild riots, some trash fires. Non-students, students, correct? <laughs> Was it non-students? I'm actually just not sure. I certainly heard that, but I don't want to be. That as well. I, I just I don't, don't want to be passed. What did he say about the, the sex with kids? Oh, so he anyway, was on like, so, a, like an so internet uh, thing, live video his cast. His thing got canceled, and and that is a problem. That's what we call a heckler's veto, right? The government didn't censor him, but he had a right to be there. It's like if somebody pulled up a truck in front of the comedy cellar and prevented you guys from going on stage. That may not be a First Amendment violation, but that's a free speech problem, and yeah. that's what I would right. say. The judge telling the president he can't. And bomb. that's go all ahead, I said ahead. about yeah. Milo. He gets no more love from me than that. I'd be psyched if the First Amendment meant that everybody realizes his ideas suck and are wrong, and that's I think what's happened. So what happened was he then got a little bit of a platform because now rather than his dumbass idea. Ideas, he gets to trade on being a victim of liberal hatred of free speech. Right. So he gets on Bill Maher as a consequence of the kind of trash fire shutdown. Yeah. Um, and he goes on Bill Maher, and he's an idiot. But I think that took him to the kind of next level I of he visibility. Was good on Bill Maher. He was I so annoying. I, I didn't think so. I don't find him to be uh, charming I, I, or witty I, I, at all. Smart or anything. He's the mental I capacity of a 13-year-old. He didn't convince. Not one of his sentences was. I, well, uh, well, you know what? He, unfortunately, I don't think helped on Bill Maher is when like guys like Larry Wilmore, who who I like, but when he's yeah. when he's saying stuff like fuck "you off. can go fuck yourself" and the crowd they're just sheep. Go and wild. Like, it's I like know, it's nothing. It's not substance. And then they hail him as a hero. I say most comics I know would have told that guy to f off. What should he say about children? Okay, so well, he goes on counselor, the show. Answer the counselor will answer the question. <laughs> he, says, he says nothing on Bill Maher about kids, but I think what happened was that fame triggered people doing a deep dive into right. other yes, stuff he said. Yes, big time. And so people then released tapes of him making jokes about pedophilia. Which I did on Conan two jokes. months ago, and Natterman no, did as well on Conan. It wasn't jokes. Oh, he did kind of make he a joke. He did, because about he said he, he gave the best he, head because of Father Somebody. Yes. Right? But it, yeah. wasn't Father pedo somebody, it wasn't pedophilia. It was, is, um, I'm surprised at you because you you made this different things before. It. Yeah. it was he was already post pubescent. Yes, there's another word for it. Yeah, I think when and you're that's at the a point very important where, distinction. Oh, really? That's, that's, I think when you are the, in the, the law, position though, right? morally yes. of, of drawing how... lines between pederasty and pedophilia, <laughs> no, you've well, already no, lost no. the moral. Well, I asked my, no. my Catholic mother who did that during the priest thing. She goes, "Oh, it's not pedophilia. It's called this." First of all, he had a pube. It was fine. First of all, I shouldn't have to convince you on the, the objective uh, respect for just being accurate. To describe pedophilia, which is a condition of, of someone who's attracted to prepubescent children, to uh, uh, something which is more like the, is Roman, uh, Roman Polanski is accused of, or many people are of being attracted to a sexually mature young person, which uh -huh. also should be look the age of consent in Puerto Rico. This is a weird stance to take. I was no. going to say you'd saying. be great, ancient Greeks. Hold on, the age of consent in Puerto Rico yeah. is fourteen. It hey, be. vacation. That, who's down? <laughs> that's what you should open up the comedy that cellar. Is, that, is the United, that is the United States. See, Milo, of, that's how you do a pedophilia joke. Come on. <laughs> no, that is the United States of America, and nobody has ever, and I haven't heard any outrage about yeah, it. I don't know right. anybody trying to, to change it or say that it's unconstitutional. I didn't know that. Yeah, 14. And there's, there's whole, states. Whole cultures have always, for thousands of years, distinguished between marrying a 13-year-old and a 14-year-old and pedophiles who were always okay, considered but, but, evil. But don't, don't you think, also, it's, don't you think so it's hilarious if you want to, If you want to say that Milo is, is evil for what he said, I'm all for going down that road. But don't call it pedophilia because that's not accurate. I agree with you. Okay, 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 but two things. Uh, 
First off, if the joke were better, I don't think he would have gotten in that much trouble. <laughs> You're right. It, it's uh, not a good joke. And that's, been my point. and that's my point about Milo. He's not funny. Well. So, then, so then, seriously, if you're funny, dude, I'm, my, I didn't open, I opened my Conan last set with, it got an applause break. It's a pedophilia joke. It's a good joke. <laughs> Learn how to tell a pedophilia joke. What, what's your my, joke? Are we, uh, right. It's a long joke. I don't have to go into it, but it's... Uh, Central oh, well, maybe we can cut it. Is, is it out there? He'll, he'll cut it in because he can get, he can yeah, get it's, it's the second joke I told on Conan last December. Yeah. Okay. And so you didn't open it. I didn't open it. It was my, it was, but it was part of the first, it was part of the first bit. It was part of the first bit. Part of the first bit. Okay, okay. So, so here's the thing. Uh, that's part one. Also, uh, I forgot my, tra- I lost my trailer though. I'll be, I'll be back with this. Okay. I'll be back with this. You got me, you got me fired up with Sorry, this. Sorry, in the set order. In, and, this is, and this is what I find ironic. First of all, I have to admit this. This is true, and this is part of. That. Oh no, I got, I got it. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. First off, it's ridiculous to me that Simon and Schuster—you could just tell they wanted out of this contract so badly yes. that that it's like you had you were cool with all the other shit back. he was saying, and then this thing. This is what lost the deal. I, and I don't that, get. And it. that is the exact point I would make. That this is not about free speech. It's about the people who supported him being just fine with hatred of transgender people, with disgusting homophobia, and with exactly. disgusting misogynists. But oh, you made a pedophilia joke. A bridge too. Far. I'll make I'll make a great Free comparison speech, to this. My ass. I got asked to do a festival in Houston next month, and the one of the heads of the festival said something transphobic, and my agent said to me, "Do you still want to do the festival?" And I was like, "How bad was it?" And I saw it, and I didn't think it was that bad. What he said, I thought it was tasteless, but he apologized, and and I was like, "You know what? I got another gig really close to that gig. Let's just make it work." So I already kind of wanted to do the gig. That's my point. Some usually wanted to drop him. They wanted out. Yeah, yeah. they wanted out. They're looking. They're looking for a reason. But that's often the case when you're in a business thing that you realize you, you need. You need a reason. Yeah. Probably contractually, you probably have to have a basis, a legal basis. To Maybe, even end but it. CPAC didn't. You know, the Conservative Political Action Conference had him slated as their lead speaker. They thought it was super cute that his reputation was hating on trans people and gays and women. Right. Um, and until, God forbid, he made a joke about pedophilia. Right. And all of a sudden that got nuclear. So all I'm saying is, sure, I defended Milo's free speech and I did so, I think, principally because what happened at Berkeley was fucked up and unacceptable. Yeah. But to suggest that the censorship of Milo, the, you know, the, that, that any reduction of his book deal, that the loss of the CPAC speaker was censorship in some way, no, does not pass I, I, the laugh test. No, no, it's about th- values, and the people who are supporting him hate women, they hate gays, and they hate trans people. But oops, pedophilia doesn't look good on a re-election well, how, how flyer, they so they all yeah, How do they hate gays when his whole shtick is that he's gay? Have you ever listened to him? Yes, I listen to talk about him, how he sucks black cock, and uh, yeah, and he also says I, I can't not hire. Lisa Lampinelli. He says he doesn't hire gay people <laughs> because they're late and they're always on drugs. That's homophobia. Even if he's gay, you don't get an exemption card. I can be well, racist against well, white people. I can be a sexist. Right. I, I, I if, got you're, it, if you're of that group, you can you can rib that. I don't think he literally doesn't hire gay people. I think he was making a joke about every gay people. single member of his sad little entourage is a straight white dude from a 4chan thread. Every from single a what? one of them. From a what? It's like a worse Reddit. Sorry. Oh, uh, I I have to be honest with you. When I when I hear him say those things, I I always feel that between the eyes, there's a wink and a twinkle, and he's and he's really making a point. More Same than, thing with Trump. He said though. I, well, you know what, people, and I say that about com- some comedians too. I mean, he's. I just he, want to know: is there anybody who's not a white guy you'd give that benefit of the doubt to? <laughs> Absolutely, and, and you know what? That's not a nice thing to say. It's not, but and, it's pretty common that I, in society those I, are the guys who get the pass. I, I, I have grown up uh, as a heterosexual with, I'd say, with more knowledge and inside uh, everyday experience of with homosexuality and it, it, my whole life. I, there, there, I there's nothing about. Listen, let me let me make the devil's that. First of all, 
I've known, I sorry, say, I've known gay guys who told me about similar relationships they've had had with older men when they were first coming into age sexually, and they had a similar take on it to Milo. I can't help but say that when he said that, I said, you know, that reminds me of someone else said a very similar thing. That it, that it made them feel better about themselves. You should start hosting some Nambla meetings at the cellar. Well, so, so, but no, now you're you're, you're well, making fun of me. That's two nasty comments from a woman who, but, on the last time she was here, said that possession of of child pornography should be legal because because it's good for the mere it, possession. Yeah, yeah. No, wait, that's not it. It reduces crime against children. So that's statistically proven. So capturing the, the freedman, rent it. Hold on. So so that's it. And then, you know, I remember the the listen. If you if you look at the gay pride parade, yeah. And this is Dove's joke. And I do. You, you, Don't look too long. You might you, become one. It, is, it, is it, how outrageous is it? Like, when I'm saying, like, over the line, is it for somebody to see that parade, which is an expression of, that they give of their community, and then say that that community is any of those things? You see, you know, it's as if the, the Jewish Israeli Day Parade or something was all like dollar signs and banks and whatever that is. <laughs> like, how can you say Jews care about money? How can you say they're into, well, did you see the parade? Is that's the, and that's, you know, you see the gay pride. It's all dicks and, and, and it's, it's a weekend of drugs and late nights and alcohol. And this is the community that Milo is coming out of. This community that I've, I know this community. I also know the community of totally everyday gay people who go to work every day, whatever it is. But to pretend that that community that he's kind of making fun of, making reference to, doesn't exist, I think is 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 political correctness. And he's and that's and he's referring to that aspect of the gay community. Okay, fair enough. But that and aspect exists in the straight community no, and too. I, and I'm saying I don't think that I'm being politically and, correct. And he I'm just saying, doesn't get a pass because he bleached his hair and wears pearls. And, and I'm saying that when <laughs> we exaggerate him to mean more than that, I mean, a sophisticated people exaggerate more than that. <laughs> I think we're guilty of kind of hanging. And let me and let me make the the, the final proof is that. Do the same people who are hanging Milo, how many, what percentage of these liberals who hate Milo do you think are not saying Roman Polanski should come back? Meryl Streep giving Roman Polanski a standing ovation. Everybody loves Roman Polanski, who actually was the banger of the 13-year-old. Not the 13-year-old. He's a 13-year-old who makes a joke about being right. abused. Can I defend that in one so, way when and, people and, uh, do that? Yeah, and, and normally when somebody who's abused is kind of representing a Stockholm syndrome, liberals will be like, well, he says that, but you know, you should feel sorry for him because he's damaged by this abuse. That's why he's saying this. So this is just proof. No, with Milo. No, he was the one who was abused. He's making a joke. We see no sympathy for him, but Roman Polanski, who actually fucked the 13-year-old. No, that he's, he's a hero in the liberal community. And that fucking rank hypocrisy is why I get mad, and that's why I want to defend this and guy. And you should okay, be but, mad. But, but, it's disgusting. But you, you're comparing people. Okay, first off, uh, Milo never directed a movie like Chinatown. That's right. He never, he never, he never put something great out there. And here's another thing: people who are, people are famous always get a pass. Are you Michael Jackson? I'm not saying it's right, but how could you be? I mean, it's it's just he shouldn't have gotten a pass. He shouldn't have gotten a pass. But I'm saying. Roman Polanski. No, you're comparing a guy who writes for Breitbart to, to Dude, one of the you're, greatest you're, filmmakers you're ever. You're pointing how the world works, and of course you're right. Of course. But I'm saying why well, I Do don't I think Roman Polanski's a rodden person? I think Woody Allen's probably a rodden person. I don't want to jump on that bandwagon. Now, so I don't want to jump on that bandwagon. A, because I feel like the way he's saying things, I don't want to use the P word, but the way he's saying things, to it, the more sophisticated, you kind of, you, you understand what he's doing. I don't like the way he says it. But the, the other point I made, that he's actually the victim here. And liberal, I've never heard them not go out of their way to explain away something that a victim did. No, and this is the one victim, a 13-year-old who was molested, who is now a bastard because he, he somehow didn't liberals. see this as a negative it thing. It wasn't liberals at all. That's the whole point. The liberals were pissed about the transphobia and the potential that might have been an untrue rumor that he was going to out undocumented students at Berkeley. Right? That's what they were pissed about. It yeah. was the conservatives. 
It was the conservatives. Yes, because I, you're, I, I can't hold right, him you're at CPAC. Look, I agree with you. Of course I care. You, we should be outraged about hypocrisy. I'm literally a civil libertarian because I want consistency. I don't mm. care if you're a liberal or conservative or a Girl Scout or Milo. You get those rights. Yeah. But here, there wasn't some grand liberal conspiracy. This was the Republicans pretending at CPAC that they liked free speech and Milo was the vehicle for it until yeah. Yeah. he made a joke. Can now, we, guys, uh, to be very clear, I have a 13-year-old, I mean, I have a, a five-year-old daughter who will be 13, and I do not in <laughs> any way think it's okay for any grown man to have sex with her. Don't, don't you, you, I hope Fair enough, some, no. some idiot could take it that way. But I am struck by the fact that Puerto Rico is 14, and that seems to be perfectly fine. And believe me, if anybody comes after the Puerto Ricans, now you're going to have an issue because now you're, now you're going to come after a favored group and you're going to start criticizing their culture. And if it's so outrageous, it sh I mean, it, it seems like it should not be allowed to be 14, right? Well, there's things allowed. that happen in different places in here that are okay. I mean, are we just going to adopt how Thailand runs things? You know, um, I'm not. When in, when, can in, we, when in Rome, can, yeah. we at least give, can we at least give Milo when credit? In can we at least give Milo credit? For a what I think is a wonderful a character, maybe now Sam disagrees. Sam doesn't think he's very funny. Bruno? He may not be. <laughs> he's but, like Bruno. Yeah. But uh, he really staked out a niche, which is something as a comedian we should all appreciate. Is that the gay guy? That's a concert. That's an outrageous gay guy who talks about sucking black cock. But is also pearls. kind of he's wearing, pearls. He's wearing pearls. First of all, he but is. But otherwise, have the politics of like a Midwestern sixty-something yes, white well, that's guy, a, right? I mean, it's amazing. I mean, you know, if you were to pitch that in Hollywood, they would say, "Hey, you might be onto something." This is an interesting character, and, and that's certainly why he's become so famous. Mm. Also, he happens to be a very good-looking guy. I think. Does anybody <laughs> yeah. uh, have any comments? <laughs> about that? Um, I don't know. It doesn't do it for me personally. Yeah, no, I, I think he's, no, he's handsome. Bleach he's a very handsome guy a with the idea. pearls <laughs> and the crazy outfits. Uh, with these politics, can we at least give the man credit for 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 branding? But don't for you think he's for a whale, on a brand? Sure. For a whale of a branding, he may not even have these real. Th he may have just been like, you know, I want to become famous. How can I do it? Yeah. Yeah, but do you um, respect that? Do we respect reality TV stars who are like just trying yeah. to brand themselves? I mean, to me, I'm he just does, saying, is he or is he not a good brander? He's a good brand. All right, there you go. Guy. That's the point. I, I fell apart pretty quick. I think we just gave him his 16th minute, but guys, it's mostly up. What I what I really despise about him is the and cruelty, the, like the, like the, the the stuff about Leslie Jones. Yeah, I fucking hate. I hate that. Yeah, I hate. Not that he's exactly unique. I mean, I remember. I, you see, every, that seems to be the 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 way Twitter is. You know. Yeah, but he was gleeful about it. But it's it's just disgusting. It's people who wor worked here. Like, it's not funny, and it's it's hurtful. It's truly hurtful to it was And he also said and shit about Amy, shit. and it's like, Amy's making positive shit. She's putting good stuff out there. She's making good uh, movies. She's, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, this is a guy who's a, basically a professional what say troll. About, what did he say about Amy that was so bad? He just said she's not funny. Was, he's a right to that opinion. He's a right to that opinion, but I'm just that's saying. That's not outrageous. That, but, that's not outrageous, but my point is that he's a guy, he's a troll. That he's is what he is. Yeah. Of course. He's no more. He's a YouTube commenter that picked come up a new character. Fortunately, that's, right. that's the way the business is going. I wish I'd come up with a gimmick like that. <laughs> Would you be happy? He doesn't seem happy. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't be happy. It is really interesting. I got to figure the, out. A, I got to figure out a shtick. The one thing he does do in some ways is kind of forces us in person to realize what the internet would look like <laughs> if we all talked to each other in the real world as people talked on Reddit comment threads. And and it philosophically, I find that an interesting thought experiment. But I'm not going to give him credit because I think he's just an asshole who was like, oh, I can adopt the same retrograde ideas about hating women and sexual minorities. It's just that if Look, I bleach I, my hair, it's cute. I, like, wish, come on, I, I wish writing right. brilliant jokes and telling them wonderfully was enough to get you famous, but I've proven <laughs> that it's not. <laughs> so... 
But that does now you make I gotta a good fucking, point, I got to, you know, and I, I got to fucking figure something out. And Milo, he, he, did, he figured it out. Go ahead. He does, make me, he does make me feel better, like, picturing that that's what YouTube commenters look like, though. You know, when someone calls me, like, a retarded Michael Phelps, and I'm like, pearls. That does help, <laughs> for sure. But, uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I wish that it, in an age where we're supposedly coming uh, to, to be very sensitive to bullying... I think it's all bullshit because we uh, there's people basking in bullying right now, and they just do it online. And I, I wish it wasn't socially acceptable. It really bothers me that people are so free in just being hurtful. On, I know I sound corny, but it truly is hurtful to people. You know, I agree with that. Doesn't feel good. It definitely ruins my mood. Like I got I got a Google alert the other day, just people just saying like he like they didn't like me on a radio show, and they're like he needs to kill himself like one after another. And for like a couple minutes, you're like yeah that fucking feels bad. But then it washes you know, away. You well, the comics created this so in a sense. It. Yeah, oh my God, it's like yeah. the roasts are all about this, so you can't blame people for then adopting that brand of humor. But again, the, the roasts are like you know they're vetted jokes. It's in one space. They're they're well written. I mean right. what they did to Ann Coulter was a bit much. Yeah, it was horrible. But you know, I mean, at least that's one night. You sign up for it. You agree to be there. There's consent to it. I guess everybody you wants to, to get in the act. You, you agree to be on Twitter, I guess. You agree to be on this social media, but people write shit. And it's like, sometimes yeah. you can't even tell they're being funny. One guy just wrote something like, kill yourself. And I was like, blah. Now this whole and I saw what he said. He goes, oh my God, he responded to me or something like that. <laughs> he like he me. was happy. He loves me. I like to uh, just this... go on and love all my, you know, heart, whatever you call it. Like, yes, love all my yes. mean tweets about me. <laughs> it just throws people for a loop. They think I'm so unhinged. Now they this, just yeah. stop immediately. People tell... But mostly it's because I'm actually cackling. I'm like, yeah, you deserve that. I it feels like okay. uh, this whole notion of kill yourself is a relatively recent phenomenon. I don't recall it from the 70s and 80s. But I hear that a lot. I see that a lot. Kill yourself. Or, yeah, kill yourself. But, uh, delete your account. Well, delete your account is obviously not quite as, as what extreme. About, what no, about this with the, the Krillstein? Is that this Jimmy Kilstein? I knew him many years ago. I knew him quite well. well can can uh, you tell the story? I don't think there's much of a story. There's well, not a he story. He was fired yet. from Citizen. What is from it? From his podcast with his wife. There's not really a story. Well, I mean, it's all she, over Facebook. It's got to well, be something. Yeah. It's all over your feed. It's all over our feed. Happy birthday was all over my feed once. I'm no. This is in in the in the community of comedy. This is. Kind of the headline. I mean, today. He's, he's a guy who's an annoying comic. We all disliked him. He remember he came after me hard during that joke thing. Oh, was he the one? He was one of the many. I mean, there were many. I don't even want to go down that road. But he, I mean, he was a guy who. Did you tell the rape joke? You mean? Yeah, and he, of course, you know, he oh. went at me hard, and and he's one of those guys who wears like um, wears shirts that say feminist or vegan. He's very hardcore, <laughs> like to the point where he's like the left uh, Milo almost. Yeah. You know, he's like, but it's 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 too much, and and he's. Very smug and full of himself, and the whole thing was he—he he was kind of started with like some promise early on as a comic, but he became this just pandering, smug, annoying, and like must be getting a lot of pussy that way. One wife, but yeah, I guess all these other women—who knows? But who know? I don't know the whole story. She he, wrote he, was, a post. he was fired because it's a very ambiguous. He was fired from what is it, Citizenship Radio or whatever it's called. Because apparently a couple of women complained that he was manipulative and predatory. And predatory. Which we don't know what that means. We don't know what he did or what that? that even means. <laughs> Those are lovely adjectives. But of course, there's a lot of people. One said, that are a couple said abusive, and I'm like, okay, but I know. we don't know what that is. We still don't know what that is. And however, because Nothing of God, like ruining someone's career with vague comments. <laughs> manipulative but, and predatory. That describes but, every guy trying to get laid. <laughs> but um, really, it's like. Since he, since he's one of those guys that walked around with a, a, a T-shirt that said "feminist," people are finding this 
obviously very amusing and taking great delight in it. Well, he's the left version of like one of those Republican senators who, you know, who, who hates gay. with a wide stance or right, lifting yeah. luggage yeah. or oh, the wide there's a list. Footsie <laughs> yeah. under the stall. Yeah. Hypocrite. Well, you know, amongst... Hypocrites and fundamentalists suck. Amongst that's men... That's just the truth. Hypocrites amongst really men, do suck. Amongst so that's why comics... I mean, obviously, no one, I, I would hope, would be trying to... Uh, exploit victims in any way if people were harmed by this guy that's terrible but I think comics are enjoying the well, hypocrisy well look we exploit Hitler we love Hitler he, look at how many people he harmed how many b movies TV shows books the entertainment this man has given us Hitler, Hitler. did more than uh, <laughs> predatory behavior but the point is he was we, manipulative we, too he was manipulative the point <laughs> is is we're more than happy to make Hitler jokes and, and revel in all the entertainment that this man has given us over the years uh, from the Dirty Dozen to uh to um, Hogan's Heroes, Hogan's Heroes, and, and the and, Great and, Dictator. Uh, uh, so anyway, so I, I just because the just movie, because uh, there's Brooks, just because the there's yeah. just because there's victims involved doesn't mean people shouldn't uh, get but some th joy out of it. That's your job as comedians, right? Is you, you actually can go to those dark places that other people can't to to reveal fucked up truths about that's the human condition. I don't really reveal a lot of fucked up truths. Okay, well, I talk I'm about go to the end of the block and turn gay. <laughs> Fair enough. Or, or, uh, but, but I'm saying that's, I mean, it really kind of ties together everything we've been talking about. I and mean, that's what's so interesting about the, the discretion about Milo, if he was better at it, right? right. If he was a comedian that he's was an revealing, open micer. Yeah, if he was revealing I think he needs about a good people, joke. that would be different. He but needs he's not. A... He's just a bigot with a platform. I and think he's had 15 revealed... minutes are up, and thank God. Well, I think well, he's revealed we'll some. There's we'll been say. some truths revealed. Oh, I, I think so. I think the bit about I don't hire gays, they show up late, was an interesting point. It, but it wasn't well delivered no, and could funny. have used a better punchline. Yeah. Who's playing behind the I'm sassy, I'll say it. Like I, it's like, it's like, that's like a type of comedy to some people. Like, I said it. Where you're like, okay, but there's no structure to that <laughs> joke. There's nothing there. There's, okay. Now, Noam, what, if you're, what about your experience with, with, with gay employees? Oh, for oh, the yeah. go, go ahead, Dan. Ask me anything. I'm sure I'll answer honestly. Go ahead. Do they show up late because of partying? No. In general, no. In, in general, no. But, but... That I can remember. Now, you know what? It's changed over the years. I remember in the 90s. I know they were like Eric Adams and Mark. Can I just Gold. go to the bathroom right now? Because no, no, I just don't I, want I, any audible reaction. I'm going to say their names. And, and, and Gerald, who's still, he can, you can tell my sister. Eric Adams and Ben and, and uh, John and all, all, like, the, all the gay waiters he worked with. They used to fucking party harder than any people I'd ever seen. They were coked up and they would, they would work 48 hours in a row and then they would not show up to shifts the next day and then it, I mean it, it was it was that time that the movies made about this this is this is a a subculture within a community that really existed I why, why you, you think that I mean what, what, my, I don't think it's because they're gay I think it's because they're hot and childless and they live in New York City have fun boys I'm not saying it's because it's because they're gay but I'm saying this was a a part of this was a this was going on. This was hot. This was it was a time of coke and partying and whatever it is. And that's kind of what it sounded like that Milo was re referring to to me. And he's doing it from the usually what's the protective coding of being within that community. Like normally when you hear a black guy saying shit about black guys whatever it is, you say, "Oh, he's black. He can say that." Oh, no, not so fast, Milo. You don't you don't get that pass being given that, and he probably thought he had that pass to kind of tease or Jews. Listen, you know how many times I'll have a conversation about money with some Jewish friend of mine. He'll go, "Don't be such a Jew." That's fair. But you Milo's know? not a woman and he's not trans and those are the yeah, two primary yeah. targets, and right? And we know it. I mean, no Jews Leslie, talk like that because And because Leslie Jones it was race. Like, I'm, I'm okay, you can pick out those two things, but yeah. don't pretend he's 
Andrew's not a bigoted prick. No, I'm not. Not for okay. not for not for a minute. Yeah. I, I'm not that familiar but with. But that's him. not to say that people don't get offended. Like I make jokes about Jews. I did a synagogue a couple weeks ago, and they groaned at like almost all of them. They, people get offended. <laughs> I, listen, this is what I think, and I think we're I'm all going to agree. That's not. You're not allowed to just. That doesn't vindicate you in every setting. You know. I think that it's very much psychologically. We are 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 are. Reflexive. Well, because you didn't make fun of the right things. Our reflexive Maybe I did. Maybe my jokes weren't strong enough. Who our, knows? our reflexive reaction. You're, you're not right for a synagogue. Yeah. I'm our, not. our reflexive reaction to these things is quite often whose ox is gored. And I think that we should all agree that it's important at, to try to encourage a, a societal mori, whatever it is, of not jumping down people so quickly when they say something that you even if you find it offensive we need more room for people to have something come out the wrong way to say something that's offensive whatever because this just it becomes back and forth shutting down this uh, uh, whatever because you can draw a line anywhere and say i find it offensive and i just think that, that and i just even though i don't agree with what milo's saying and I, he might listen mel, mel gibson is back in the limelight now whatever it is after he said his thing about you and i'm like good Good, I'm glad. Like, don't, don't not end this guy's career because he says something about Jews. Give him that fucking latitude. I can handle it. I just, I just think that's a better way to live. You're compassionate, and I'm not going to comment about Mel, but I'll agree about Milo. Sunlight's the best disinfectant. I'm not afraid of ideas. If yes. you got shitty ideas, say them. I'm right. not afraid of it. I, yeah. I, I'll respond with Call better him ideas. On it. Make him defend it them. It doesn't always work. You know, it's kind of an ideal, but a lot of the time it does. And I think Milo's actually success story. And like, let me tell you something you really should worry do. about. People heard enough of his ideas, and they're bored, and they're over it. I would like to have Milo on this show to confront him, have you on with me, and confront him on his ideas. Ugh, I don't want to give no, him... Listen, he's not worth listen, that much attention. No, 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 but listen, I can't do it. I risk my career. I risk my business. I risk my family. I risk everything if I just want to say, let's have this guy in and let me debate him. Does anyone that's know this gentleman I, at the end of the table? I've met him. Okay. Uh, he's my husband. That's no, what no, bothers no. me so much. <laughs> and I think I told you, like, I, when we were doing these debates, I wanted to, let's do, let's do a debate about Holocaust denial. Okay. Let's get some people in who deny the Holocaust. Let's get some real people and let them and let's let's see them defend themselves. I can't do that. People say, "What? You don't believe the Holocaust?" No, of course I believe the Holocaust happened. But I but I think that I would like to see the debate. I would like to see the people who deny it be, be called and the people who claim the Holocaust claim the people who are or representing the fact that the Holocaust did happen. <laughs> let them say, "How do you know there was six million? Well, we know there's six million because this isn't. And how do you know? <laughs> no, listen. We have the names. Uh, this is healthy stuff. It's good for people to understand how six million was arrived of at, how it, it happened, and we should be challenged what even about, when it's not Holocaust denial, even when it's something we're less sure about. We I, we need that oxygen but we can't to be able to have it. these conversations. We can't do it. I can't have Milo on. I can't have a Holocaust denial debate. And this is what I, I I'm always feeling the urge to push back again, and that's that why that PC culture. I understand that. Well, and he's I, very good at triggering them. He's very like I mean the way he did it. it, it he he is a performer in a way. He's not a talented performer, but he's good enough at getting when he would get them to grow and he'd be like, oh look how easy they are. Mm -hmm. That's the stuff he was mm -hmm. doing, and he's right. And as as a, someone who identifies as a liberal, it annoys me when I see them go, oh I'm like I have that same reaction to the crowd. I'm like, come on, we're adults. And he's not saying anything bad. See that he's trying to shock you. See that it's it's nothing. That's Just give him silence. Focus. Focus. Give That's him the guy's main focus. But just, Let him have think, crickets. I think if yeah. it would have worked for him to be liberal, he would have been liberal. I don't yeah, think he has an allegiance to either thing. I agree totally. He doesn't believe. The minute you see him, you know he doesn't believe that's, what he's saying. That's what annoys yep. me the most about him. It feels dishonest. Yes, I think that's absolutely. what annoys me the most of him, as a comic at least. Does, it, does Ann Coulter feel dishonest to you? Yeah, it does. It yes, doesn't seem, I don't think. I, I feel like it's another manufactured character. Really Kellyanne Conway feels dishonest. 
Kellyanne Conway, Martin you Luther can King. find tapes of her saying, yes. uh, like criticizing Trump it. and saying he's the worst candidate yes. ever, right? I mean, a political hack. You're going to find the tapes of her doing stand She gets paid for being a political hack. The weird thing is, in D.C., that's not a liability. That's an inherent problem right there. Was, yeah, she getting, was she getting paid as a political hack for the previous comments? Uh, yeah. So then, the, just for somebody why, else. So why are you presuming that those are the ones that represent her real belief? In we don't. Well, you I'm know. not presuming anything. I'm just saying she gets paid to say whatever is politically expedient. Every every uh, every pol- pol- every person in organized politics. Of course, and she has a right to do that. I'm just saying you got to take that shit with a grain of salt. What did you think of Trump's speech last night? I actually didn't watch it. I'm sorry. I, I heard here. it was subdued. I only saw clips. I was here. Okay. All at right. this point, what he says doesn't really matter much to me. And, you know, we at the ACLU care what he does. And pretty much everything he's actually done has been constitutionally problematic. So he can go and behave himself and be calm all he wants for a night. What, what matters is the action and how he treats people and whether Americans are living in fear unjustifiably because he's rampantly shredding the Constitution. And unfortunately, he is. So he can give polite speeches all he wants. I care more about seeing the product of his policies. I, I kind of agree with you. How is he shredding the... Con- I mean, we know that your position on <laughs> we have on immigration restriction, but how else is he shredding the Constitution? Oh, he may his, be... His promise to open up libel laws, right? His comments about... Oh, he's not going to do that. Well, of course he's not going to do it, right? Because he can't do it. Although there I think libel limits. laws are ridiculous. Yeah, but- of course. But also there was the other executive order that was basically like a, you know, get out of discrimination free if you're religion that apparently got kiboshed. I mean, according to gossip by Jared and Ivanka, but yeah. may resurface. Um, so there, can, you I know, make, can I make this argument? And, and the chill on public employees, the degree to which public employees are terrified right now. All the National Park yeah. Service, the other government shut accounts down? have been shut. Like everyone's in lockstep. There is a huge chill on public employees right now. They are scared. They are legitimately terrified that on the weekend they put up the wrong Facebook post critical the president to get fired on Monday. Now that's a problem. That's a, that's I represent that, that, them if that happened. I'm just saying like there is a pall over yeah. public employees right now and they I agree are terrified about retaliation. I agree with you more now. But let me say about the libel Laws. I think you agreed with me last time about this. There is a real tension now more than ever between freedom of expression and, and right to privacy. Yeah, sure. And, I, and, I, and, and, I did and, a panel and, about that this afternoon. And libel laws are not in the Constitution. It's a, it, it's a, it's a court decision, what, New York Times versus Sullivan. Yep, and and, they, and they, they backed into a, a, you know, a certain standard, which it's not shredding the Constitution to think that that standard should be revisited. Plenty of countries like England, let's say, which have a very healthy free speech and, and free press. And lack of First Amendment. Ha, and lack of, have, have still... <laughs> Don't, same don't, with Canada, don't, too, right? Don't have the same. And don't, well, Canada actually does, does suppress free speech. Yes, oh, yeah. yeah. But, England, but England, not so much, as far as I know. And they and they don't use the same standard as New York Times versus Sullivan. So, you know, it, uh, and and quite often I, like, I, I don't but know how you felt about... the EU system has a right to be forgotten, and the problem is that's I been like taken... I like that, too. No, it's terrible. It's been taken oh, advantage of by rich companies who have sued to be, like, remove evidence that we went bankrupt or defrauded our customers six years ago. It's horse shit. It's just okay. benefiting people in power. Listen, if, one, if some girl goes online and says, Sam Morell has herpes... Uh-huh. I slept with him. He has herpes. Be like, Who told you that? <laughs> and and now it, it's in all fairness, now it, that's, that's endemic. The in the time now, mentioned. now it's there forever for for for, for, the, for the people. Morels will be changing their name to something else to not be associated with the grand, with Grandpa Herpes. Whatever you know, it's like for, for I I there is something there which disturbs me. I think that if somebody has something like that, that's personal. Just because it's true doesn't mean someone ought to be able to put it on the internet forever for every single person you ever meet for the rest of your life to know that. And right. right now, truth is an absolute defense. That bothers me. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to shred the Constitution, but I don't. 
I don't like that. Well, the internet is what. I, well, you're the, I, have a, I, have a I have a question, and this, I'm not a lawyer here or anything, so I have a question. I am could, a could, lawyer. Could, <laughs> Sean does a lot of part-time <laughs> legal work. Uh, but I mean, uh, you know, Mostly could, could you sue for defamation even if it's true? No. No. Really? No. And no actually, privacy. the biggest issue that's arisen in that area is revenge porn. Sure. So, right, like a vindictive ex-lover posts a picture of your genitals online. That's true, right? A picture's about as true as it gets. Right. You know, do you have an action what, against What are them? the That's, laws about consent there? I mean, if they, well, they're, they're all just starting to pass, and it's actually one of the most contentious issues of the law. Right. And it's because the Supreme Court has ducked time and time again. When speech and privacy clash, they, they refuse to kind of make big pronouncements. They say, oh, this is really hard, and we're, we're going to just deal with these really intense specifics. And it's a moving target. It is. And, and the, there's no question. Look, the, the group I work for at the ACLU is actually called the Speech, Privacy, and Technology Project uh. for exactly the reason you just said, yeah. is that as we have new technologies, and really the elephant in the room the What's, internet, it puts so much pressure on our traditional conceptions of right what now, free speech and privacy mean. I mean, it's supposed what, to work for us. It's, you know, the Constitution is supposed to work for us, not work against us. What is the standard right now? Because you work on that committee. Right, right now, the law is more in favor of free speech, right? So one thing I deal with a lot are like mugshot websites. I want to be clear, they ruin people's fucking lives. For the rest of your life, your employer Googles, and they see your mugshot. You might not have even been charged with that crime. But it is my job to argue that that is a government record that needs to be public. And if we allow the internet to start destroying our fundamental free speech liberties, man, they weren't that robust in the first place. Yeah. So I agree that the internet does create real harms. I'm not hiding my head in the it sand, does, yeah. and we have to be thoughtful about that. But I also don't think we allow modern technology to get us in such a tizzy that we undermine the fundamental liberties this country was founded on. And, and speech is a big one. The issues that I have is when the, a lot of these controversies spawn articles that you can you can deem in legitimate publications or internet publications. Like, when the whole that whole the whole rape thing was going on with the New York comedy scene. Right now, there is uh, something going on with a comic who was accused of something. Yeah, we talked about that show. when you were on. Oh, uh, did you? Oh, sorry. Okay. You can talk about but, it. So yeah, you happens, can talk like, about I, it. We're I just saying. Jamie, we yeah. yeah. So the, the thing that bothers me about that is that just based on Facebook, just based on Facebook, yeah. I've seen three internet articles based on somebody's Facebook post. Right. So why Facebook should not be source material for an article. That's what that's the, the problem that I have. So I, totally I want to see agree. how legitimate is something like an, a, a social media post in court, like, how, when does that become fact? Does, uh, like, it, you, it's not going to be fact. It be might fact, be evident right. of what the person said. But, yeah, but it, it it's is, hearsay is basically what it is. Yeah, but it, if, but yeah. it is really interesting. I'm, you know, I'm not necessarily an expert on journalistic ethics. You right, know, right, right. Amendment, it, you know, but one of the things that we struggle with right now is one of the reasons that the Internet has put so much pressure on First Amendment law is because we used to say freedom of the press and that meant something. Right? Yeah. There was a credentialed press. There was New York Times. Now with the internet, everybody's got a megaphone. Is a blogger the press? Is it only if you have an institutional New York Times? Like, the courts have no idea, and they're tying themselves in knots to figure that out, right? And so it really is, I mean... I don't necessarily have all the answers. I'm just saying these are literally the questions we grapple yeah. with in well, my project every our, day. And our, none uh, of them are easy, man. They're very yeah. hard questions. You know. When our cell phones become self-aware, that will bring a whole new issue. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, we, we, And we'll get into that next week. All right. well, are you coming to the, to the fundraiser next week? I don't know. But the ACLU's fundraiser? Yeah. It's uh, with Judd well, Apatow. I'll get, I'll get you in. Oh, that's awesome. I'll get you in. And, and special you guests might, that are uh, we can't are not at liberty to divulge yeah. at this time. Uh, you, you might have to stand, but I can get you in. We'll see. I, I, I don't know if I'm free. I mean, I'll, I'll definitely be able to get you some free drinks. I would love though. to. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, listen. Uh, you know, this is my my Dan's already. Out. It, it, I, I cannot <laughs> tell you how much I love to talk about things like this, and you're one of my well, favorite people that I've met. This is certainly in stark contrast to the last couple episodes we had with me. 
So we really give you <laughs> we really give you great variety here uh, on this podcast, and uh, you never know what you're going to get. Right. I like coming. Oh, you want to do your, your credits or whatever, your, your oh, Twitter yeah. or whatever? Um, I actually have, my Twitter's at Show Anytime, and I have, a, I have a podcast of my own called Defend Your Movie. Uh, it's where comics come on and defend a movie they love that nobody else does. Sean Donnelly on Twitter and all that jazz. Instagram on all that jazz. Sam Morrell, M-O-R-R-I-L, on, on all the stuff like that. And I'm <laughs> Lee Roland at the ACLU. You can find my blogs at ACLU.org and my Twitter handle, where you will find me being attacked by liberals for defending Milo Yiannopoulos. Theoretical First Amendment yeah, rights is at, at Burkitron. <laughs> good for you. Nice. Good night, everybody.